the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867. We're here at Millburgers. You can come visit us in the two-story. Ask your gardening question. And uh, Calvin's getting a gardening question now. You want to talk about the picture or no? Oh, Whoa. We were, yeah, uh, Mary had brought in a um, picture of a, a garden with uh, raised, raised beds and the one of the issues was uh, that the roots underneath the garden yeah. were competing oh. with the uh, <laughs> the plants in the garden, and I I have that experience firsthand. Mine I give gave up on a, a garden uh, at the bottom of my yard because of that competition. But I was uh, mentioning to Mary, heck these. These are small trees and yeah. pretty far away, <laughs> so you got. Oh yeah, you got uh, yeah, you got a lot of. T- my mine are uh, uh, Arizona ash and uh, mesquite. Mine was Montezuma right, cypress. Right on, right on the. Yeah. The, uh, and know, it was a the, solid mat of roots. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> well, you could re- you could really see it on this in this dry weather. Oh yeah. I mean, it would in a day everything would wilt. Even, even <laughs> after it was like, like every the raised beds were all in uh, were containers. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, it, everything dried out. The reservoir wasn't very yeah. deep. Well, I wanted to tell you um, that my garden was inundated by roots from three sides of my yard. Yeah, and so now I have an eight-inch gap off the ground. Oh, really? Yes, <laughs> I raised them. <laughs> Completely off the ground, huh. but in wooden. Uh, yeah, like uh, just like they were containers. Huh? Yeah, totally container yeah. up up high. Of course, it's hotter and drier, so it's hard to keep it hydrated. But yeah, those those roots are going to be jump, I, jumping up. No, they're not going to make that. <laughs> what, what does make it oddly enough is when I don't trim my Bermuda, they get into it. Yeah. Oh I'm, yeah, isn't that amazing? Yeah, I had four inches first, and then I made it eight inches, so it took a little longer for them. And I'm lazy about trimming. So. You make it harder on the Bermuda grass. I know. So, I'm so bad. But uh, yeah, I don't know. She said those cypress uh, roots are getting in it. Uh, cypress? Yeah. I wouldn't expect that that as much of a a cypress tree that is growing um, in the in her yard. Well, I take that back. I guess they they're they're pretty yeah. competitive. And she's like, I'm continually having to break up the roots. Did you give up on yours? Which you answered. <laughs> so, I bet 
her beds are made of concrete and her late husband made and they're going to last forever. Mm -hmm. I wondered if you could help with her decision on what to do with that, I guess. Nothing but dig them up, dig them out. Yeah. And uh, just dig a hole where you're going to plant your plant. And well, make it a permanent planting then and yeah. maybe a yeah. perennial flower garden instead well, of trying to Well, that'll vegetables. work too. I, I uh, around my Montezuma cypress, when it died, well, we cut it down, and I planted. That's where I plant the uh, 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 plumbago, my blue plumbago that I never water. Well, you, if if you did decide that it, you were going to continue to to use that kind of a, a situation, you'd you'd have to make a decision to. Uh, if if you uh, you'd have to use a lot more water because because you'd uh, be short term you know every day would be and the the <laughs> watering pattern would be different because because uh, the rain is not the major necessarily the major factor uh, and then the other thing was that the fertilization mm -hmm. you'd, you'd uh, be making the uh, fertilizer companies really happy <laughs> because you'd have to. Do your uh, double it or what's something. Our, what's our fertilizer? Osmocote. Osmocote. <laughs> yeah, it really. Uh, or you'd have to side dress it uh, fairly often. Yeah, two for, weeks every two weeks. Yeah, it'd be an interesting story. You know, we we've got all these. Uh, we're talking about those Christmas presents and all those books that are about. That would be a kind of a co kind of a cool story to see if you could identify. Which plants, or 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 the options like your your raised bed, you know, like on stilts, mm -hmm. <laughs> and and uh, other options, just trying to stay ahead of it, or giving up moving the bed if you got plenty of land. That that's certainly the easiest. Yeah, for her, it's concrete beds, so yeah, yeah. not moving those. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, she might have to. Just yeah, make that a perennial flower garden, which wouldn't look bad there. Just relate to her the the discussion we had, and then uh -huh. all right, and it's a tough okay. decision. Yeah, cool. Thanks, Mary. You're welcome. Thanks. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. If you've got a question, and Trace is going to join us and uh, see what's going on here. I uh, got some exciting news. Uh oh. Uh -oh. I checked. I check in our blue bonnet transplants. Yeah, it's still a good supply, and uh, I looked at them all. They're they're nice and green, and uh, I was surprised because there was some new labels out there, new tags out there. You know, yesterday I was talking about uh, basically mainly we mainly had blues, Ladybird Johnson Royal Blue, and a few whites. But no, re no red maroon, or uh, they, they've got them labeled as uh, Alamo Fire. And uh, I saw those new labels down there, and I went down there and looked. And some, for some reason, 10 flats of Alamo Fire or red maroon uh, is out there, showed up and looking good. At the nursery here? Yeah, yeah, right there, oh, right cool. there on the table. <laughs> they were on the ground yesterday. Oh, were they? Oh, okay. okay. I didn't think we had any. But uh, so you can do your red, white, and blue, like yeah, we were talking the white, about. Yeah, got the maroon. And uh, the interesting thing, what we've always noticed, 
if you look at the whites next to the blues, the white is a much more vigorous plant than uh, the blue or the red. But uh, it's it's always been the fastest grower. In fact, we would when you're making the, making the planting, uh, the seeding of the, of the plants, uh, we do the we do the uh, red and uh, and uh, blue about uh, two weeks before we do the white, and the white catches up because hmm. it's that much more vigorous. I don't know why, but that's that's the way it is. That's kind of, yeah. That is kind of a strange if you because you you don't think of if if it evolved the white one evolved to be more aggressive. Yeah, you'd think it would have a uh, be a, a bigger performance out there in the <laughs> in the wild fields. Yeah, and everything. It shows up every once in a while, but it's yeah it doesn't take over. In no, a, a field of the blues, uh, even if the blues are. Yeah, I think that's the genetics of the thing. Uh, all even the white wants to get back to blue. You know, you plant a bunch of white seed. People always want to say, "Why <laughs> did it take so long to come up with a white?" You know, so why didn't somebody do this before you? I th- and I said, "Well, what they would do is go out and collect seed, uh, uh, go to a lot of trouble to collect seed of the white. Then when they planted the seed the next year, guess what? Most of them would come back blue because they were cross-pollinated. Oh. But white is a recessive gene. And so... Uh, so the, even the collecting the blue, seeds of the blue, maroon... Blue is dominant. But you were telling a sad story about the maroon yesterday. So <laughs> yeah, even collecting the seeds of the maroon doesn't, because they're going to be cross-pollinated, unless well, you buy only maroon. Right, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, Do you remember when, I don't, it was years ago, when we uh, we cleaned out the back of your truck in my ba- yeah, backyard yeah. <laughs> and ended up with a huge blue bonnet uh, <laughs> planting? Yeah, it was great. Yeah, they, they drop a lot of seed. But, but the, we saw that whole that started out with all the colors, and then yeah. within two years, it was all the blue dominated. Oh, no, that damn blue. <sighs> Trace, you got anything to say, or just <laughs> keep it quiet? <laughs> make, make an orange, and it'll dominate. <laughs> yeah, well, I saw lots of those oranges. I, I fussed at Trace for ordering so many blues, you know. Well, let's see, so orange would be yellow and red. So you'd have to, how would you get? You can't get orange. Well, if you try, you can. No. You're just not trying. Aggies don't try. <laughs> no, they ain't trying. We'll mention that we've got the uh, Christmas merchandise on sale, like the ones yeah, outside. Yeah, you can see that lady. Yeah, yeah. she was comparing the uh, the snowman. Yep. That was funny. <laughs> then she read the sign, and then she looked at the snowman, and then she read the sign again. <laughs> oh, did she really? Yeah. Okay, I didn't see that part. She couldn't believe that they were half price. Yeah, I know. She got herself a snowman, little metal snowman. You know, you know which metal sold first? What? The Grinches. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Sold a lot of them on the, the day when they were yelling at y'all. Yeah. Well, you know. Look, the Grinches. Hey. You know, people people <laughs> like to take you yeah. know memories of us home. <laughs> but we sold the ones with white eyes first. Oh no. And the ones with yellow eyes second. Huh. Okay. <laughs> if you look at the storybook, I think they're all yellow eyes. Yeah, yeah right. I'm yeah. Trying to, but yes, we have uh, Christmas merchandise like the metal, 
And then uh, not, but not the beer signs. You know, I kept following that thing, and I couldn't get to where the cold beer was. <laughs> <laughs> Arrow does not. Where's that? Where? Well, you just got to keep walking. You <laughs> just That's, keep walking. Yeah, to, eventually, you'll find it. You'll, yeah, the, you'll actually run Will into Burgers something. Beer Gardening South Texas. We'll have that show on soon. And yeah, hmm. the Christmas decor is fifty percent off. Right? It is. Oh, okay. And uh, and the. Christmas cactus, which is fifty percent off too. I went yes. back. They're beautiful. They are. They are really beautiful. Yep. I went back to the well one too many times. Okay, but they're pretty. They are. Tell us. Uh, tell they're seven ninety nine normally. So you know, half you know what the first color that sold was? Uh uh-uh. Red. Okay, uh-huh. that makes sense. <laughs> you, know, you know what the second color that sold was? Uh, pink. Red. Orange. <laughs> oh, okay. So we have lots of pinks. We have lots of Aggie. Yeah. The maroon pink. Pinky purple. Tell, tell us about the uh, the new. Uh, um, the fragrant uh, stocks. Stocks, yeah. The big, so, you got yeah, some we got plants. some 10-inch pots of stock in, finally. And um, so it's the one of the most fragrant, old-fashioned plants there is for this time of year. Oh, Relatively yeah. cold-tolerant. So uh, I probably will cover mine that I planted for my wife for the next, uh, well, not tonight, but the next few evenings past. But just so that she can see the blooms on them. I think the plant would take the temperature no problem. You know the sweet peas uh, were growing all right, but they they didn't fare very well. Of course, we know know how sensitive they are. Yeah. Either too hot or too cold. They they'll you probably everybody will probably have to reseed the uh, the sweet peas, but we still got we got uh, time to get them to. Come. Oh yeah, you can seed them all the way to end of January. Yeah, I middle check, to end I didn't of check January. the rack. We had a bunch of and on the rack a while back, but I. I don't have an answer. Looks like, yeah, it looks like we've sold quite a few plants yeah. off the rack. We, we don't count the seeds for inventory, otherwise I wouldn't have an answer. Oh, that's right, yeah, because <laughs> they just... It's, con- some, it's consignment. Consignment, okay. <laughs> I tell you, as we're at Milton and I were walking out yesterday, that those white violas mm-hmm. out there that you got just knocked me down. I mean, they are beautiful things, yeah. really of pure white. Yeah, the little, the little smaller one, yeah. yeah. Small petunia. I mean pansy. But uh, they had, I don't know if they've had how long they've had a white, but uh, that's the first time I've ever. Probably one of the first colors. Well, that first color was that uh, Johnny Jumper. That you, that you know of. Yeah. Could have been white. That was before your time. Could have been yellow, too. Could have been yellow. <laughs> but anyway, those are. Pretty white. Well, the white with pure the, white. The white with the black center was. Uh, yeah, yeah. Put it, but, uh, uh, pansy. I'm, I'm going to give up my seat because I just saw Mark wandering. Oh, around. okay. Yeah, Mark no, wants Lord. to talk about. Well, maybe freeze, we could hide and he won't freeze find again. Us. Yeah, just be still. Y'all did a pretty good job. Came in here. He was yeah. expecting the outside. He uh, <laughs> he picks up he picks up motion, so don't move. Oh, okay. Oh, you're moving. He's going to spot you. All right, two, <laughs> 210-308-8867. We'll take a quick break, let Mark get settled, and then we'll come and talk to him after this. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Of blue. Your and 
And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Don't forget about Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. If you've got little things that are running around your home and they're bothering you, like roaches or... Oh, I thought you were talking about by Westies. No, no. Yeah, they're, they're little things that are running around. Yeah, but Spider-Man wouldn't do it. Does that, does that matter? Oh, they love him. I know. I was going to say, they, 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 they like Spider-Man. Does that mess up the Christmas story? Yeah. If he eliminates all the varmints and no. rat mice, no. not even a mouse. No. Oh, well, that's why. <laughs> they had Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control, oh, and man. not a creature was stirred, not the even sto- a mouse. weren't the song. No, it just gives tells you why, because you're thinking, why wouldn't a mouse be stirring? Well, it was because Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control had been there, and everything was quiet as a as a mouse. <laughs> yeah, not even a mouse or something like that. To use uh, the good stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> so uh, if you're looking for a company that's going to thoughtfully uh, come out to your home and uh, examine the situation, figure out what's causing it as well as how to treat it, and work with you, making you part of the solution in the sense of uh, kind of uh, talking to you about all the different alternatives and the options, and uh, telling you uh, things, uh, Spider-Man and Termite and Pest Control is for you. Locally owned, your web of protection since 1976. Other pest control companies have come and gone, but Spider-Man and Termite and Pest Control is still here because they make their customers happy. 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. Go read all the stuff they do, plus the stuff online at GoSpiderManPest.com. All right, 210-308-8867. Mark Peterson is here. Hi. Yes. Oh, wait a minute. Yes. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's right. Do you, is it getting quieter in terms of the uh, watering? Uh, I'm, I'm here. Um, I wanted to come in all bundled up in, in everything, oh, but okay. I, I didn't do that. Oh, you didn't? Huh? No, because uh, I want to talk about the you know, the Freezageddon. Oh, the Freezageddon? Yeah. Okay. You guys have talked about it a little bit about yesterday. Do you want, do you want to hear the uh, forecast? Uh, so, uh, uh, I, I, initially uh, on Friday when I started developing all the website and articles on the website, yeah, what'd you I, I, I looked and I said, "29." What, what do we do? <laughs> there uh, you go. Uh, on that, but so, now what is the latest? Because I right. keep hearing it's getting lower. Yeah, it gets slower. But Calvin was like ridiculously low yesterday. Yeah, he was like in the he, teens. There'll be polar bears in your 17. yard. Look out for them. <laughs> okay, so, water, so I heard him say fifteen, and I went fifteen. Yeah, I, I don't know. According to weather.gov, which okay. is the NOAA NOAA, yeah, it's only good for three days out. By the way, what? Oh, that one is. Yeah. So, but go on. Oh, go I didn't on. know that. Okay. Go on. Shut t- tomorrow. Uh, showers likely, possibly a thunderstorm before 9 a.m. A thunderstorm. Wow. The drop's <laughs> what, what, a tenth uh, of an inch. Wait, watch, watch the brightest guy at the table <laughs> get excited about this and answer it with intelligence and, and forethought. <laughs> Chance of precipitation. At this table? Yes. Uh, oh. He's got that thing. It says he is. <laughs> oh. Chance of precipitation, 60%. New precipitations amounts between a tenth and a quarter of an inch. Oh, Hell, they need to. <laughs> well, at least you didn't we don't spit start on anybody. Count. We don't start counting until about quarter of an hour. All right, so <laughs> normally, normal on Tuesday, normal on Wednesday, Thursday. What, now, what, no, what's normal? Well, so low uh, Wednesday, the low is 43. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. high is 58. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, that sounds about right. Thursday. Yes. Yeah. Mostly sunny, high yeah. near. What's going to be a big drop? Wow. High near 56. 
west southwest winds five to ten miles per hour becoming north mm-hmm. 15 to 20 miles per hour in the afternoon wind gusts could be as high wow as 35 miles per hour mm-hmm. that's pretty high that's red flag oh is it okay yeah. mostly clear thursday night with a low around 21 and then it only gets up 15 degrees friday's high is 36 friday night is 23 for the low and I don't, mm. I don't have Saturday yet. Okay, yeah, because it's, it's, and there's it's limited. Not, none of them 24, 24 but, hours with uh, the little freezing temperatures. No, right. Actually, and that's the right. key thing. Uh, we look at, what do we usually say about nine? If there's nine hours below freezing, we can expect some trouble. But in this case, you're right. It's It goes back up uh, above freezing every day. And that's an important thing, mm-hmm. important item. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so the earlier forecast said Saturday was going to be the Saturday night was going to be the coldest. Oh, so okay. we don't have that yet. Well, but I got I can go to another weather forecast. Could you? Could yeah, you I'm go gonna... to uh, Calvin and I's favorite? Which one? Is Kaysen. Okay. All right. Our long history. I'm... Although I was traded to Ken's. Uh oh. Oh no, WAI for uh, a player to be named at a later date. <laughs> you were traded. What? I was traded. They, they, we had this long relationship with Steve and everything oh. over there. And then, then WOI wanted to get involved, and they'll go, we could, we could give you Mark. Aw. <laughs> All right, Saturday. Well, okay, now Saturday on this one, according to KSAT. Holy cow. Thursday, the low Thursday, according to KSAT, is 18. But the high is 62. Right, that's how many? How many how much, I, nice. I was an English major. What's the math on that? <laughs> There's a large delta, that's a uh, large difference between. degrees. Yeah. Wow. So that's basically going to work in shorts. And yeah. No, 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 it's, no, no. It's going to work in thermals. No. And then <laughs> taking them off at lunchtime, okay. and then and then putting them back on them on uh, the way home. Friday, twenty-one for the low, thirty-five. So again, it gets above. 30 on Saturday, 42 for the high, 32 for the low on Sunday, 48 for the high, 35 on Monday, uh, and uh, 52 for the high. And that, that seems to break it because then the high is 61 and the low is 46 on the 27th. So how many days yeah. are below How many days below 30? I think it's at four. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, oh, and then Sunday is at 32. And so below how much? 35? No, do going below 32 and then going above. So is every one of those days days. it goes above or every one stays below? Um, How many days stay below? Stay below. Okay, we'll do it this way because I'm just going to put my foot down. Okay. At or below 32 is is four days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Got it. Okay. There we go. Jerry says, you know, if they're predicting it's going to be 32, <laughs> it's either going to be 22 or 42. That's correct. That's his. Uh, that is correct. That's what his old Latin teacher used to tell him. There you go. <laughs> She's passed, though. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's right. right. Oh, her too? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, it's depressing. Okay. So uh, what was it about the freeze again that, that you wanted to do? Well, um, uh, and Calvin covered a lot of it here. Calvin and Jerry did yesterday. Um, it doesn't really do any good to dump a whole lot of water the day before or the night before. So, a moderate amounts. Okay. Today, tomorrow, and Tuesday. 
Okay. Tomorrow's my watering day, so that's well, good. That's good. Just a small amount. And and then make sure everything is uh, um, on the landscape plants, particularly the citrus. We want mulch or or leaves. Calvin hoards leaves for these just such an emergencies. Pile them up against the trunks and of the plants, top of the plants. Um, or cover. Sorry. That's okay. I scared you. You did a little bit, yeah. yeah. Or <laughs> cover it with blankets, quilts, sheets. Okay. Or thinsulate. Okay. Insulate or thinsulate? Thinsulate was the old one. It's insulate is now. Yeah. Okay. Insulate. Yeah. Which we have here at Milberg's. Because, mm-hmm. uh, and we want it loose. That's the key. A lot of people just wrap it tight. We want, oh, okay. it, we want it billowing because air is a excellent insulator. Oh, who knew? So, so we want that. And then did. we provide, on those bigger plants, we provide a heat source. Okay. So, but but it's, it, it, I end these articles, I would say, a little common sense goes a long way in preventing disaster. Okay. Okay. Where do I find common sense? Yeah, is that that's the right. <laughs> <Is that laughs> on the internet? I got the hardware <laughs> store. This is the lead-in, sir. Sir, you're supposed to go right and right away. Well, you can find all the common sense in the world right here at KLUP. <laughs> oh, nice. 930 on your AM dial. Very good. Okay. Yeah, no, We're your common sense station. How on terms? Now, is all this, uh, all your but, tips but, and tricks on the Yeah, uh, they're going to be. So I had, uh, I, I got a, a note from the, the director. Uh, Karen and so we need to have. She's still still she, around, huh? Yeah, she's still around. She was she was just promoted. All right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, congratulations, Karen. Um, Got to know we need an article. C- can we get an article in before? I said, well, I got to have it in by noon. A replacement by noon tomorrow. Okay, let's do it. Okay. Um, so created an article, um, used several other people's articles, as I want to do, and added a, a lot of new materials. We added a lot of new videos on what to do to protect your pipes and your plants. Hmm. Always pipes and plants. What about pets? And, and pets, too. Thank you, sir. There are three Ps. <laughs> yeah, no, there's three Ps. There's always three Ps. And uh, <laughs> some, for some of us, before between between nine o'clock and nine a.m., there's three P's. <laughs> Always at four, four a.m. I'm I'm good to go. Uh, Apologize <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> for people out there, men of a certain age. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so I I wrote an article doing all those things, uh, talking about all those things, and we had videos, animation videos. Woo! We're getting we're getting Man. real popular now. We have a lot of animation and a lot of videos of uh, of Marty, Marty Garcia. Okay, my, my senior so where consultant. Are these, these going to be shown? These going to be on, this going to be on the article that comes out on Tuesday afternoon at three o'clock. So everyone who is not a a member um, or or a, a subscriber to the uh, the Saws afternoon articles weekly email e newsletters that come out sorry uh-huh. uh please do we have uh, an article that covers everything you need to know and you don't have to be a sauce customer you do not have to be a sauce customers i have um subscribers in long island oh my goodness and colorado um, oh, okay lo- uh, california yeah. 
And if all you the places to, where my relatives live. So if I go to gardeningstylesanantonio.com, I, this little bar pops up that says mm-hmm. newsletter sign up. Is yep. that, that okay? That's easy. That, that, that's the one that that pops up all the time and gets rather irritating after a while. But it is an easy way to become. A subscriber. Well, just X out of it. A lot of stuff on the internet can be irritating, so that's 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 not that bad. So it's a great article, and it talks about all the things that we've been talking about in the last two days about the upcoming freeze again. Okay. Hey, the freeze. I like the description of snooty eared flowers. The freeze is the big topic, but there's another kind of an exciting topic that. Uh, Oak Wilt program on the 19th. Oh, uh, yeah. So, so, Dr. Apple and everybody in it. So, um, did you, you David, met, David's you been after having me. a role in there, Mark? No, 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 no. In no, the no, old no. days, you would have. Uh, I would have, and uh, it would have been the day. one of these caused the part of the problem. No, here. no, no. It's, David and I would have been, when the, would have been, David, David Apple would have been, and I would have been the big, the big draws, as they like to say. But David Rodriguez was bugging me all last week about making sure we get the news out. I said, I already have, David. Actually, I'm going just to find out what's yeah. going on, what's keeping up with everything. Oh, gosh, it's going to be a good program. They've got every, it is. every and, uh, and expert it, that we can in our area on and tree, it is tree care. available to the public, uh, and it is a nominal $65. So uh, all day, yep. all the experts... Experts across the state will be talking about trees and tree problems, particularly oak wilt, but other ones. And uh, we encourage everybody to sign on up. It will be held at the Betty Kelso Center. Oh, okay. And you wondered where that was, or somebody wondered where exactly where that was. That's the old administration building. Yeah. They just tore the old administration building and built mm. this new center. It's do, very nice. Do you happen okay. to know who Betty Kelso was? Uh, she was um, a, 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 oh, a member she? of the board of some oh, long okay. time ago. She she's passed, I guess. I think so. Okay. If she's not, please have Betty call me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we will apologize, <laughs> Betty. If you're, um, <laughs> and then let's see. So, that's, so that that that's um, um uh, I forget now. All right. The the event is um, the nineteenth. 19th of January. January, yeah. Yeah, there you go. So somebody was, uh, you know, I get on Nextdoor occasionally. and uh, one is I'm not of, allowed. You're not allowed on Nextdoor? No, no. no. Saws won't allow me to do that. Who? Saws. Oh, okay. Well, it's probably better for you. Yeah, I think so. Uh, because, yeah, it's it, it can be scary. Um, it can be very helpful, too, especially for lost pets. But uh, But somebody was commenting, and I wondered about it, and so I'll ask you. They were talking about trimming trees and oak wilt, and I think actually, if I remember correctly, they were from Castle Hills, uh, and so it's kind of like, oh, okay. And they said, you know, we have a lot of people moving here from California, from other states, and they are not aware of all the things to do uh, to prevent oak wilt. So they're 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 going by rules that maybe were okay in their state. But we're not sensitive. Is that is that accurate, or that, or are you willing yeah, to go? That, that's a sorry. I, I ruined that one. I was wow. supposed to go. Well, sorry. You know, he doesn't know how to do it. I don't. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not that. I'm not that bright. Apparently. <laughs> so, uh, 
But Some of the cities that's have. The reason. That's yeah. the one of the reasons we're having. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, all you have to do is listen to our audience and the questions there, that come yeah. up. Yeah, there you go. You know gonna, that's the case. I was going to agree with Calvin on that. Uh, some of the cities have a little bit more extensive ordinances. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the cities, because I have to know, because I wrote them, mm-hmm. um, you must paint mm-hmm. all oak wounds within 20 to 30 minutes. Wow. So mm-hmm. okay. uh, Those are fresh oak wounds. Okay. Um, so, but we don't get into it uh, whether we say trees or fresh anymore because uh, Calvin and I work with um, like CPS Energy, mm-hmm. and a lot of them don't know the difference between one and oak, which oaks are susceptible, and two, which is a, a fresh and an old wound. So, oh, okay. So uh, we just say paint everything um, on that. Uh, winter is the best time to trim, to prune. To prune, okay. Okay. You what trim a Christmas ham and a Christmas tree. You don't <laughs> you trim oh, a tree. Okay. Okay. okay but I see tree trimmers out there. I know, I know. I know. Okay. It's my little pet peeve. Oh, dear. Okay. Uh, uh, and then the second best time is the summertime, uh, July, August, September. So if it's 21 degrees, it's a good time to prune? It's a good time. Great time. <laughs> Perfect time yeah, that, to prune. That's probably not going to happen. Um, <laughs> oh, people are pruning. Yeah. Are they? Uh, well, it, well, what, what it, it it comes down to the, when the city brush pickup is a lot of times. Yeah, yeah it does. Well, yeah, and the fact that uh, our dro- this drought we were in, a lot of we've had a lot of breakage of, of tree branches. <laughs> oh, so even on even on oaks, which we wouldn't expect on uh, live oaks, yeah. and so there are, there are a lot of folks that are. Uh, trying to catch up, you know. Well, need to trim this up for the holidays and all. So, how quickly does the? I don't know what it is. The oak wilt bacteria. The oak wilt what? Uh, so what tutor, happens? you have not been listening. I have. I, I, have, I just. I, I. I block it out because it, it. It worries me. I just. <laughs> I just stare at our oaks and worry all day long. The, the, they changed the name, but the oak wilt is still a fungus. A fungus. Okay. It's a fungus, so, and it's transmitted by little beetles from a red oak to any other oak. Okay. Now that happens mostly in the springtime, which is oh, okay. why we re- don't recommend pruning. Pruning. Sorry. In the springtime. All right. So. Uh, and then it spreads through the roots, right? Once it's in a live oak, okay. Once it's in, once a live oak is infested, it would changes the transmission method into going through the root systems. All right, so um, it, it's it's the spring, okay. And, That's the worst time and because I wasn't paying attention. I thought you said spring was good. I, I made no, a mistake, no, and no. so no. I pruned it. Okay, okay the little beetle. It's attracted to the the sap. Okay, and he gets the bacteria. He gets the fungus. Fungus, fungus, fungus. fungus. Yeah, you're learning. I'm trying. <laughs> okay. The fungus gets into he went to uh, the University of Texas. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. Didn't want to say that. Uh, univer- uh, <laughs> it gets into the vascular system of the tree. Okay. The fungus does. All right. And then it spreads throughout the tree, and then it moves on. So. so uh, so essentially, it's 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 um, causing the tree to die of thirst. It's blocking up all the xylem. Oh wow! So that gets all plugged up, and there's some toxicity toxins that are produced, and then it kills the tree on a live oak, eighty percent of the time. Okay. There's a natural twenty percent survival. 
Oh. On the red oak, if it's a red oak that gets infected, it's 100%. So let's take Calvin's scenario where a limb has just fallen because of dry weather. Now, I didn't know that. I was at work when the limb fell. Notice I had said fresh wounds. Oh. So that may or may not be a fresh wound. So if that falls, it pops off, it is probably a dead, an old wound. Oh. And so that has already been naturally sealed off. There okay. is no sap to to be exposed. Now, if there happen to be some leaves on that dead branch, a, uh, like a little strip of xylem yeah. and that fell off, well, then there's a little strip that's, that's still exposed, and you should probably trim or prune. Oh, and prune. Thank you. Thank you for using prune. <laughs> They're confusing me some more. Uh, okay. Mark, how are they going to deal with this uh, white oak, uh, the white oak uh, situation, you know, back... Back when we de- started dealing with oak yeah. oak, we we uh, were talking about white oak being uh, n- not subjected to the disease, and now now though we're, they talk about it having uh, no, it's a matter susceptibility. Of rel- re- yeah, it's relative. Well, we we didn't make a big deal because we wanted to reduce the hysteria on it. So I said uh, live oak is resistant. True. Okay. Does it die? About ten percent of the time, oh. it is infected, but the re, uh, usually the infection is restricted because of the way the oak, the the white oak wood is is um, I want to say created, but uh, built but built built yeah. uh, built. So uh, little known fact: Can you build an oak cask out of red oak wood? No, all oak casts are built out of white oak species. Oh, who knew? Yeah, I guess you because did. they would leak otherwise. Oh, okay. Uh, so for the same thing for the white oak, they have uh, what are called tyloses and other gums in their in their wood structure, and so it, it prevents f- the fungus from moving through the xylem. So, so on the so the note is and I have a yes. Question when you get through, so, the, so yes, um, let's plant lots of white oaks. Okay. Let's plant a lot of pine oak species. Um, the 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 possibility of death among white oaks is very low, and they certainly do not ever spread the disease. Oh, good. Okay. All right. What's your question? My question is. What's your? But what's my your question? Yes. Yes, sir. Little, Thank you. Little. How I I I we 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 we've got a tree, and <laughs> and no, I want to know: Is there anything I can do? So. Got live oaks now. Is there anything I can do to make it so that my tree uh, is immune? Not immune, protected, per, uh, more resistant to. That's where I was going with the tree uh, falling. Yeah, you know where I'm going. I uh, know you're going to okay. get me in trouble. Okay, well then, you know. Yeah. But <laughs> they said there, there, uh, there's really no, nothing you can do to make it more resistant. Okay. Um, so the healthier actually the healthier the tree, oh no, the more yes, the more likely that if it would get oak wilt, yeah, it would actually pass it through the tree and to others quicker. Oh, huh. Think the if it's real healthy, the xylem's going to be big, and they're going to be pumping water. We're going to be pumping oh. the fungus right through it too. So mm. there's some evidence that yeah, disease, uh, or drought stress trees that or trees that have been affected by other diseases oh are stronger are more resistant more resistant okay more resistant okay cool 
So what are the, um, I'm, I'm seeing quite a few of those, I don't know if you are, Jerry, too, the um, oaks, live oaks that are, that have symptoms that look somewhat like oak wilt, but there's no, you know, there's no color in the veins mm -hmm. or any of those mm -hmm. things. It, it, you you draw, come to the conclusion that it's more drought related. Uh, I think it's more drought more resistant. drought related, yeah, yeah than oak wilt. So you're... you're you're saying that that's one of those you just got to kind of stand by and exactly and, and see uh, what happens. Huh? There's more than one live oak that I thought was completely dead, and two years later, good rains, all of a sudden it's got leaves all over it, big leaves. You know, like what the heck? <laughs> it's uh, a tree that has uh, developed in Texas. Is all I can say. Adapted to weather extremes and drought extremes. Good. All righty. We need to take a break. Anything else you need to bring up? Nope. Okay, nope. Cool. I just, I just want to talk about a little bit about folks about, uh, yeah, be prepared. And if but they don't worry. Okay. That's, that's hard for me to do. I know. I get very anxious. <laughs> um, and the uh, I'm going to send them to the first place I found, which was... Is it TexasOakWilt.org? Is that the... That is the official one. has been the official one for 25 years. Okay. Well, that's the easiest one, and that'll take you to the the uh, main site and the Botanical Garden one. Correct. Okay. All right. We'll take a break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Thank you for coming in, Mark. We'll uh, be back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Speaking of keeping trees healthy, if you've got a newly planted tree or you just want to be able to water efficiently, uh, the uh, Tree Hugger Sprinkler can help you with that. Uh, the Tree Hugger Sprinkler. Are you ready, sir? I'm ready. All right. The Tree Hugger Sprinkler is an interesting idea. With it's hard plastic, and it's hinged on one end. Goes in back a circle. And it's hinged so you can open it up. And then you can close or hug the tree uh, that you're interested in watering that root ball. And uh, then you just turn on the water a little bit. Yeah. Do you, have, you don't have a sound effect for that? No. Uh, or, <laughs> or you can turn it on a lot to go further away from the root ball. But that little bit will efficiently water it and, uh, and take care of it and give it, give it you know, a good chance of survival, yeah. especially yeah, that, in these droughty times. It actually doesn't make any noise. That's and you true. It doesn't. Turn it yeah, on. it doesn't. Yeah. Okay. So you turn it on just a little bit. There you go, and it's on. I mean, you can you can't hear anything, but yeah. And uh, go. Jerry has some pictures online at oh, PlantAnswers.com. Yeah. Uh, it's really cool. Uh, I use mine for both uh, trees and for uh, the grass, yeah. uh, and it made a big difference with the grass. It was surprising. Yeah. I was moving it about every 15 minutes, but getting like a good soaking on the grass. The interesting thing, if you don't believe a slow soaking uh, water does good for the grass, yeah. my neighbor uh, has a uh, irrigation, uh, pop-up uh, sprinkler irrigation system. 
and uh, he moved it, moved into that house, so he doesn't even know that he has it, probably. But there's a leak. Oh, uh, one one of them's leaking up <laughs> up by uh, closer to my house, and uh, of course he hadn't watered. He hadn't turned the irrigation system on, but that place where it's leaking it's beautiful oh uh, beautiful green grass yeah and <laughs> you can see where it's running off because the green is kind of headed down the hill so where the where the water uh ran down the hill so uh and need needs mowing <laughs> where the rest of the that's lawn funny, is brown it? that's need mowing well that's what that we talk about uh well, this, of course, the situation now with the cold weather has changed a little bit. But yeah. when during the drought, we're trying to get uh, everybody was looking for funguses, and yeah. insects, <laughs> and we're saying, "Hey, it's probably uh, lack of water." So yeah, just, yeah. So use your tree uh, hugger, tree hugger, and uh, yeah, that's a good yeah. way to test it. Or mm-hmm. the or you you see a lot all the time. You see those oh, kind, yeah. kind of uh, leaks at that quickly reveal uh, <laughs> what, what the problem is. It's just a lack of water. It's unbelievable how much that grass has grown where that water yeah. is leaking. And that doesn't mean you have to, I mean, the uh, lack of water just means you gotta, you got to be efficient with your water. And, yep. you could, and the good news is that you can uh, be efficient with the, the rules that exist in, the, in yeah. San Antonio. Yeah, very, very well thought out of it. So. Yeah, we've talked about uh, uh putting a timer on there yeah and i want to warn everyone that if you got one of those timers take it off before these hard freezes okay because it water will stand in there and then when it uh expands it uh bursts the timer. ah okay so it'll run your timers okay it's time to take your timer off yeah there you go i sure i'm gonna have hate that because i've got the water yeah. <laughs> Calibrated. Uh, so all I have to do is turn the timer and uh, turn the timer on for an hour or two. And uh, <laughs> then uh, I can forget about it, which I would have done anyway without the yeah. timer. <laughs> so anyway. And your timer was re- was very well priced. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you're a frugal man. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, I needed a clock timer. Yeah. I don't want those. There's some that operate according to the flow, the water flow. Yeah, that goes you through it. But I just wanted a, t- a clock timer, like what they call it, an egg timer, or uh, a cook. The cooks call it. So you set it for three hours, two hours, one yeah, hour. Yeah, two hours. So yeah. you just turn that little knob, yeah. and, and then it winds down. Yeah, it goes. Okay. Kind of like 60 minutes. Yeah, exactly, but uh. different. <laughs> but anyway. There you go. I think that's actually the, the sprinkler system there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so the, the timer you were talking about is a, yeah. is a good yeah. idea. Yeah, it, uh, well, for my mentality or age, it's uh, some ha- it's it's a ne- necessary item. And uh, that's true for sprinklers or anything else that you're using. Uh, if you're somewhat absent-minded, maybe you can't identify with that. I'm but, sorry, uh, what were you talking about? 
But anyway, uh, there were there were. I think I paid uh, eight dollars for this thing from uh, yeah, Amazon. I ordered, Jeremy ordered it for me. Amazon, Amazon. There you go. Overnight yeah, that, delivery. Unbelievable. That, that, it's consistent with the, uh, you know, we talk about the the bird. Yeah. Recirculating their how inexpensive they <laughs> they are to get, and they they you can get those that rely on the flow. Yeah. Solar, yeah, electric. I mean, uh, <laughs> things that are convenient for you at a reasonable price and and efficient in terms of of uh, getting the birds the water they need too. Yeah, we might mention that uh, in case we forget to mention it later. That uh, this freezing temperature is going to be cold enough to freeze water in in the bird bath and uh, and pet bowls and things like that. So. Yeah, you need to be aware of that and uh, go out and break the ice or remove the ice from your bird feeder, your bird bath. Uh, we used to have to do that for cattle. You know, we had small, what we call ponds, they call tanks here in Texas. And uh, we'd have to go out after a hard freeze and break that ice so they could get some water. If we didn't, the the cat the cattle could go out walk out on the ice Ooh. and then fall through and drown. Ah, so <laughs> yeah. that was a job we had on a cold what cold cold morning. Boy, that go is break a, that ice. That is a pretty frustrating job too, trying to get <laughs> an animal out in. Oh the, yeah, in the broken ice. Oh yeah, because you you can't function. Uh uh-uh. uh And you and it's you break more ice if you yeah, go you, out there and, and walk you just out. Don't want the the animal suffering, and you don't want it to <laughs> to be hurt, and so you deer do that sometimes up up north. You're right, yeah. And that would be that would be good, because of what you could do. Is uh, go out and harvest the deer in the ice, frozen already, frozen already, and uh, are cold, and then you could dress him out out there uh, and keep the meat cold. Quite, quite often, every um, every winter, they they have a, you'll you'll find some a, some photos or a, a drawings of you know. Here's what to do if somebody breaks through the ice. Yeah, and you're trying to get give them access. You know what to, to use in terms of a, a, a stick or a post or a, mm-hmm. these. These are the most effective ways to oh. to, say, to get yeah. lay, a, pl- lay a plank out there. Or or a pa- yeah, a pet out there on top of the ice. Yes. So, it's still not an easy job. No, it's a tough job because they're scared and they won't <laughs> they won't cooperate yeah. and. Doing what you want them to do to get out of that situation. Mark's back. Oh, now he's gone again. Oh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. But anyway, right. we have to take care of our local animals and pets and and birds. Because mm-hmm. I, I imagine it's going to be enough to freeze water. Yeah. No, I imagine you're right. Especially in my uh, my in a shallow bird bath. And they don't like to get in cold water anyway. Birds? Birds? I didn't know that. Yeah. You'll notice when a bird gets in the water, 
They never sink the back ends under the water. I have not noticed that. Yes, it did. They they don't like that. Okay, Calvin, I'm guessing that's true. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All your bird things yeah. that never came up about. What? No, no, yeah, it doesn't. Right. It doesn't figure prominently break. in my back in knowledge of. We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number is 210-308-8867. Just like every week we're here at Millburgers, we encourage you to come on out and uh, visit with us and be a part of the show. No. You can't hear me? I think of. Oh. Okay. Did you? Okay. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. Now we're okay. Okay. Maybe move your chair a little bit. That's why I'm moving around. Okay. There we go. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Tom is on the line. Got a good question for this time of year. Tom, what's going on? Hey, I'm just trying to protect my citrus trees that I planted this spring. And so I bought some uh, covers for them with uh, that'll take, you know, protect them down. It'll go all the way to the ground. And I expect I can put some weights on them to hold them in place to where the ground, from the ground up, it's going to be somewhat you know, protected from cold. But my question is do I need to put some sort of heat based on how cold it's going to get? I think last I saw was 17 one night and 20 or so a couple of nights. Do I need to put some sort of a heat source under there, like a light bulb or a yeah. along those lines? What kind of tree is it? Is it a lemon? Lemon? No, they're mandarin oranges. Oh, where so, do you get those? Yeah. What's the variety? I, I got. I, <laughs> I would tell you, but I'd have to look at the tags that are still on the tree, and they're already all covered. So I'm not going <laughs> to. Okay, okay. That's well, fine. I mean, I got a couple of them up there over. At Millburgers, and then I got some at uh, a competitor. Okay, uh, but I've got, you know, they're they're somewhat called hardy, but you know they're in the ground eight or nine months now. Yeah, and I thought they might be susceptible, so I bought some uh, tree plant covers, and I put them on, and you know they can go all the way to the ground. They have elastic drawstrings on them and things. Oh, great. And, uh, and then I'll weigh them down a little bit. But I was thinking, do I need to? I mean, I was getting the uh, old work lights and the floodlights out that I had in the garage. Yeah. And I was trying to. Do I need that, to put the? Do you, that would do you think be, that would be better. Yeah, that would yeah. be good insurance. Yeah. But okay. uh, you know, like Kevin and them were talking about earlier, uh, the duration of the freeze is uh, the hard freeze is important. If it just dips right. down and hits that for maybe an hour or two, uh, you probably are be all right for the cover. But like I say, this weather is so crazy, and we're having have, going to have a lot of wind blowing around. So uh, yeah. I would, uh, if you could do it easily, uh, I would go ahead and put some of those, uh, that, that uh, heat lamp under there or something. I'm going to for sure do it for my limes and lemons. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's why I asked him what yeah. they were. But uh, yeah. it, there's not a lot of difference when when the temperature gets that really cold. Uh, 
even even though we've selected those for cold tolerance, but not super cold tolerance for a long period of time. Right. But did, did, well, don't don't put a couple of. <laughs> we used to recommend uh, Christmas lights, and now they've changed. The Christmas lights don't put off heat. I guess they didn't want the t- trees catching on fire or something. But well, uh, you know the. The halogen bulbs, I think, still put yeah. out heat, and the incandescent, if you can find those anywhere, I think they're probably off the market by now, but, yeah. you know, there's halogen out there still. Yeah, uh, so, and don't be thinking, even when we made that recommendation, it was kind of ludicrous to protect from a extreme cold temperature, but yeah. uh, uh, the heat lamps all work, and also, yeah. you know, you put them, put them at the base, Right, right. Plant. Poultry yep. lamps work well. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, mechanics oh, yeah, lights. Yeah, I've but got you, some of those as well. So yeah. I thought, yeah, I'm going to try to use what I have, but I was just wondering whether the heat from the ground would be adequate. No. And I just, I'm not going to take a chance either, I think. But I'll just, you know, it's one of those things I'll plug them in. Plug them in at 10 o'clock at night or so and turn them off when I get up in the morning when it's, yeah, you yeah. know, temperature's rising. Right, right. Yeah. That'll okay. work. Just wanted to make sure I wasn't doing any work unnecessarily. No, no, no. no. I, I think you're. If you don't need, use them now, uh, you may use them later on. Well, I'm hoping they're good for a few uses. You're right. Oh yeah. But yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, congratulations okay. on finding those trees because uh, yeah. they, they've kind of been in short supply this year. Oh really? Yeah, I you know I started looking last fall. Yeah, and yeah, uh, they yeah. started coming out a little bit more plentiful out there, and I just had a tree that the year before the frost that the frost, uh, the frost, big freeze took out that was just the best. They were mandarin oranges, the best I've ever eaten. I think. Oh yeah, they're good. And man, I, I miss those things. So I, you know, you buy them at the <laughs> store, the grocery store, and they're just they're nothing. They just have no flavor almost. Yeah, right. So. And my, my uh, well, you better definitely <laughs> put the heat lamps in there yeah. then, because you you don't want to be disappointed. My kids were, uh, and grandkids' children were uh, very disappointed that uh, my all my satsumas froze, and oh, yeah. uh, in that hard fry, freeze we had a couple of years ago. But uh, they're growing back; they're sprouting back, and I'm. Hoping they're going to be true to type. Uh, they don't. They don't have thorns, which is encouraging, uh, yep. like a rootstock would have. But uh, anyway, uh, they're 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 wonderful to behold. Uh, no kidding. <laughs> Bill McReynolds used to. Uh, his grandkids loved them too, and uh, that's the only thing in his garden that he would put a limit on the, the for the kids to pick. <laughs> oh, they would have yeah. to pick just a few when they were over, so he'd go for a longer time. Yeah, then, I, I had a bumper crop that last year, and makes yeah. me miss them that much more. There you go. All right, <laughs> well, have a Alrighty. Merry Christmas and Happy Good luck. New Year. Thanks, Merry Tom. Christmas to y'all. Take care. Thanks, man. You take care. All right, that'll free up a line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. What else you got over there? I, uh, 
I was started to ask Mark about this uh, mistletoe in the trees. Oh, that would have been a good see question. What, see what his uh, deal was. But uh, <laughs> Neil Spear will not leave it alone on oh. the mistletoe. He had a photo on his on his uh, newsletter this week. It said, "Harvest your own mistletoe for decorating patios and entries, and help your trees at the same time." I don't think you're going to help a tree that much by harvesting, even though it's a parasite, the mistletoe. And then in his uh, what to do at this time of the year and the prune says prune mistletoes from trees while clumps are still young and small whenever you can clip the supporting twigs off entirely if it's growing on larger branches keep it nipped flush flush with the branches i'm not pruning that off i'm trying to get it to spread to other branches so we can uh like the birds do, but uh, so we can get greenery on our deciduous trees uh, during the winter, like mesquites. So I've got a question. Okay. I've got an answer. Okay. Seen my thing. So the older, I know. <laughs> the University Roundtable Best and Brightest there you go. of 2022. Um, I will the, show that to Jeremy. Oh. I may put it in his room. I think you should. He'll enjoy that. <laughs> So, okay. So, I presume, so in reading that article that I received from A&M, it said that, you know, that the uh, mistletoe kind of puts roots into the the tree. Uh, uh, Haustoria, it's called. Oh, is it? Yeah. What is it called? That's what the roots are. uh, Haustoria. Haustoria? Yeah, the... H-O-W-storia? No, H-A-U-S-T-O-R-I. Haustoria. Yeah. Okay. So, does a older uh, mistletoe have more? Yeah. Okay. So, if I do trim it out because I don't want the green in the winter, I know who doesn't want does, green does that in keep, the winter. Does that keep the uh, Haustoria from spreading or whatever it's I'm, called? I imagine expanding. I imagine you, it would. Slow the expansion okay. of it down. Okay. But if it's an old clump of uh, that house, there, it, that it's, may be as large as it's going to get. Yeah. It was uh, just. But, but Jerry's. I was just wondering why Neil would want to. Jerry's right. It's just not a. It's not a major factor one way or, or yeah. the other in terms of. It's not of, killing the tree. Well, that's what A&M, the A&M article. Did you see that? Did I send that to you? I thought I did. Uh, I don't think okay. so. Okay, I'll send it again. But yeah, that's basically what it said. It was the a good news, bad news thing was that you may not like it, but it's not it's not going to basically kill the tree. Yeah, I mean, she wasn't as positive as as you were with the parasites don't kill their host yeah. and all that. But basically, it was that yeah that. It, well, and then that's because uh, she's at A and M. Oh, okay. And I, and I, and I kind, of, kind of value. I value the mistletoe because the birds like it. Oh, so there you, you know, go. and it's it's such a, a minor factor in terms of the paras par, being a parasite, and uh, it's mi- minor. It's kind of positive looking. I mean, it's got some. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of things. It's uh, green. You can decide. Yeah, you can decide whether you like <laughs> it or don't like it, and it's not. 
a major factor in your tree's life. If okay. you don't like it, come over here and I'll slap you. Well, there's an invitation. Not, not, <laughs> not liking green and a, a dormant tree. Are there any trees that it, which trees does it generally grow in? You mentioned mesquite. It, it, it mesquite. mesquite. Uh, hackberry, does it grow in hackberry a little bit? A little bit. Cedar elm. I and, think we've got some in the cedar. Much, not much on cedar. What's the, what is the tree right here but on the porch? Right, that's that right. That one is got crepe myrtles. Crepe myrtles. Oh, it does grow in crepe myrtles. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's right out there. <laughs> oh. oh, oaks. About a, a crepe myrtles. Uh, oh, the uh, what's the other the other one that's not a parasite? The ball moss. Ball moss. Oh, okay. Um, really, a lot of ball moss grows on crepe. And myrtles. it's not green in the winter. It's gray. Well, gray's a color, too, <laughs> according but, to Greg Grant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, I think that stuff's beautiful. And uh, I've always been figured, trying to figure out how to spread it myself into my trees. Yeah. And they say that the uh, uh, the, the seed is, is sticky, is uh, sticky, and it adheres to the bird's feet and stuff. And then they sit on a branch and well, leave he, the he seed. Well, he was trying to uh, kind of duplicate that process mm -hmm. on yeah. this TV program. <laughs> we talked him out of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was, that was going to be too much. Well, I'm just going to perch up on this branch <laughs> and spread the seed. Y'all keep the camera on. <laughs> luckily, television. luckily, he did not pursue it the, the even further that the, uh -oh. the birds... Uh, when they harvest the seed, it get, gets processed uh -oh. going through their body before. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, that's, I that's where I thought you were going with the. <laughs> I didn't want. I didn't want to uh, demonstrate that method. No, but, but you I, thought about it, didn't are, you? Aren't, <laughs> aren't the seed well, uh, but supposed he, to be poisonous? Yeah, I mean that that would be a cha uh, challenge <laughs> there. Uh, but the seed, the the seeds are not. Yeah, Certainly you would not good for people. Yeah. Uh and some of the some mammals are not the can handle for huh? other mammals either. Mammals huh. Huh. Bird, but birds don't seem to don't seem to be bothered. No. By it's a it's a white seed too, isn't it? Isn't it a white seed? Yeah. yeah. What is the the thing that we saw, I think I asked you about it maybe about a year or so ago, walking through one of the parks and uh, it's like I saw Another oak tree or another tree growing in the middle of an oak tree. Or maybe it's a cactus. Yeah, was cactus. it a cactus growing in an oak tree? Yeah, I there's think, yeah. cactus growing in because all, most oak trees are hollow. Oh, so it. Because I guess they've been burnt out or something. Well, if they're in that, uh, uh, kind of that shallow soil mm -hmm. and they've kind of they quickly re reach their. <laughs> maximum supportable yeah size so that so then they so there's not a lot of uh <laughs> tree and branch act to to disrupt any kind <laughs> of uh growth of a cactus yeah but or, uh, or ball moss yeah uh there, you see a lot of cactus in yeah. mesquite trees oh a mesquite okay yeah, yeah it's kind of cool. i mean an oak tree yeah it was there was oak that was neat yeah i always like on the on the mesquite the the horizontal branches and and live mm -hmm. oaks are kind of, are good for that too, horizontal branching. Unless unless you have to mow around them. Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> because they're 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 hell on those rider mowers, 
horizontal mm. branches. That's so I, why Jerry's forehead yeah, is yeah, so uh, right. See like this scars up here? Mm. <laughs> it's just a shame. I tried to duck. Tried? Did you try the veal? Yeah. <laughs> 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 right, sorry. Yeah, that was that was definitely fourthy of the little drum roll. But anyway, yeah. Uh, I guess if you like. Uh, uh, Trace told us that uh, they sell mistletoe here, but it's, uh, I guess, dried or something. Uh, they tried to get it out of the trees around here. Oh, and he said that didn't sell work. Out. No, yeah. it, uh, it dried up too fast. So they must have. Uh, maybe, maybe, ma- yeah, maybe they just uh, dip it in the hot water or stick it to a hot iron or something like that. Always, and seal the wound. I always kind of thought of it in the, uh, oh, the the that those drying bins. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they stick it in there. I don't know. Yeah. All right, 210-308-8867. We are going to take a quick break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. That's the uh, Blue Bonnet song. The man, yeah. <laughs> if he was still with us, yeah. uh, I'd have him do a Blue Bonnet song. I've got some Blue, 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 blue. Bonnets. <laughs> which Mel Mailburgers has. Now, if you can't get in by, let's see, Christmas is when? This week? This no, next ne- weekend. Next weekend. But... Uh, or if you want to plant red, white, and blue, mm-hmm. uh, I was thinking that uh, <laughs> Trace ordered all blue. He he likes to order blue because they sell first. <laughs> but if you wanted to plant red, white, and blue, uh, that's I guess this is the first year that's ever been offered, red, white, and blue transplants. No, no, I think last year that was we kind of the problem. Because no, that's right, that's um, right. But uh, that would be a pleasant surprise to somebody, and you don't have to worry about them freezing. They freeze at uh, below 10 degrees or, yeah, below 10 degrees or zero. That's why you don't see blue, a lot of blue bonnets out of Texas mm. or in Oklahoma or up in that area. And we find out... Uh, that uh, you, you know, we had a horticulture in El Paso and uh, up toward Amarillo and in Lubbock. Uh, my good friend uh, Roland Roberts up there used to be the vegetable specialist up uh, for the High Plains. And uh, his he and his wife were big, uh, big grower gardeners. 
And so they did some experiments with uh, blue bonnets up there. <clears throat> and uh, they found out that the best, the best way to plant them up there was plant them in the spring. As a spring flower, we plant ours in the fall. Oh, is it as a transplant? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they were using transplants. I'd send them for plants up there. But they had their best best luck with uh, planting them in the spring. And when we sent them to uh, the White House, um, we we found that uh, they'd plant better plant them in the spring. And... Uh, the problem up in the White House is they've they've got the White House surrounded by uh, evergreens, hollies, and things like that, and so they they've got a lot of shade, and uh, blue bonnets won't do well in the shade. So uh, they they ended up planting those by the uh, swimming pool, the the president's swimming pool. And uh, they did well out there. He's talking about your blue bonnets. Yeah. And uh, they'll, they'll hold uh, for after Christmas, probably, at least. Probably. Oh, well, we were trying to remember off the top of your head. We were off the top of my head. Yeah, off the top of your head. <laughs> how much the uh, six packs were? Is it five ninety nine? Pretty sure. I think you're right. Oh. Okay. Those six packs are. Got big plants, so mm-hmm. four and a half. So yeah. you know that's less than a dollar a piece. Right? Yeah, is that right? Yeah, six for five ninety nine. It's almost six dollars, but it's not. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good deal for those, and uh, uh, they put a, this year uh, for some reason the growers put a lot of extra effort in growing those those plants. Because you told them to. Well. They had a situation where they had some yellow plants in there. And I'm convinced the reason that they had some yellow plants, that we haven't had yellow plants in it for 30 years, but uh, they changed their seedling mix, or their mix that they finish out the blue bonnets in. They came up normally, they germinated normally, and they didn't. this yellowing didn't show up until... They transplant them into a larger container, but uh, we worked S- with them. And spoken uh, by a, an yeah, expert, yeah. Did you a see bright my, expert. Did you see my, see my I, I, I did. I, I I talked about it yesterday. I, I, I put it. That's why I put it here. That's why. That's why I asked the rest of the roundtable was because it was <laughs> best, yeah. best and brightest. I had to, <laughs> had to find out who the rest of it them. It all are. depends on who the rest of them are, oh, I mean, and, really. and who made the list. Yeah, oh. if, if the rest of them aren't that bright. Hey. I'm sure they were very bright. <laughs> they were very bright. Uh, but not, it, not just yet wearing bright colored clothes. Yeah, oh, no, that's true. Because I qualify for yeah, that Yeah, you could be. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, that, uh, the blue bonnet thing is still uh, still possible, uh, thanks to Trace and Millburger, uh, because they, they bought all the plants. Uh, they pre-ordered all the plants. You know, our, our growers. It's funny how I do that. Uh-huh. <laughs> our growers... Uh, won't grow unless there's an order for them, especially that late for blue bonnets. But uh, they did that, especially for Trace and Milberg, and so make them available for you. You know, uh, blue bonnets transplants 
were never available before we started this project. And we had uh, we had a grower develop the plant transplant thing, uh, so we could segregate the colors. But anyway, uh, it's it's grown into a pretty big business uh, around town, <laughs> around the state. I was thinking as I was walking up uh, the uh, your. Uh which, which may surprise some people here at the table. I'm, right. I'm concerned you were thinking as you were uh, walking yeah, and you didn't trip. Yeah, do, it's amazing you didn't fall too. down. Well, you know, I've been practicing. I, I was careful. Uh, but the uh, living uh, container-grown trees, uh, you, you, I think so, there are some people at this table that are not as conservative when it comes to uh, – how many days you can keep them in? But you could actually just take these home now, well, if, and put if, them in the house, at and fifty percent off. Yeah, that's if, a great. Even deal. if you killed it, oh. it's not like <laughs> a big loss. Well, but 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 we don't want them to. No, we don't want them to kill it. But I mean, that was you know you were saying about three days. That's that's where I would be. Is three days inside. We're pretty much there. I mean, five days. Mm, yeah. Well, what what happens if you keep them longer inside? You Do take, they lose you, needles? You, you take more of a chance of it not. Surviving the transplant, it'd be like putting you in a uh, well, not you, but putting <laughs> putting a plant in the, that's supposed to be in the sun in a closet where it gets no light. Yeah, but would it lose needles? I'm well, so just like junipers, <laughs> when the people grow them as bonsais, yeah, they kill them really quick, but they don't show dead for many oh. many weeks. Oh, okay. So in my mind it's the same boat. Oh, okay. Well, do you suppose that uh, my deodor cedar and my uh Arizona cypress are actually dead? <laughs> what do you mean? Well, that you kept it. in for a you long think, time. You know, uh, 20 years. I guess okay. if they're still alive after 20 years. <laughs> the, long, the longer you keep them inside, <laughs> the worse the, they're going to do. No. Okay. I kept Gosh, I'm sure I kept these inside for 5 6 weeks. No. <laughs> Yeah, you're a lucky man. Is there much difference between three days and five days? Not a lot. Okay. So if they went and got them today or tomorrow, they could decorate them, put them inside, enjoy them, and then right, right back on, the, on the 26th, just like your wife, take them out, put them in the ground. The less time inside, the better. Okay. And it's a good price. I think the smallest the smallest one I saw was thirty nine ninety nine, and that's at full price. And then the fifty percent off would be twenty dollars, basically. It would be, but I don't remember seeing that price. Oh, there. you I, think it was more? I think it was more. Okay. Maybe somebody put another plant down. By <laughs> Maybe. Okay. I could be wrong. Okay. Well, my, wife, my wife tells me I am all the time. Mil- oh, Milton, there you is, go. Yeah. Milton is occasionally wrong. Too. Let's call your wife now and find out what the lowest price is out there. <laughs> Still no. All right. But uh, we can we can go check in a second. We can go check. You want me to go walk out there? Y'all keep talking? I'll just... no. no. Okay. <laughs> Somebody, somebody's got to keep them in line. That's there true. You, you can do that. No, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> it's a thankless job. All right, 210-308-8867. Tell us what you're concerned about with the upcoming weather. Um, Trace, you got any tips and tricks for the uh, – it's now, now it's on better, the – better than tips and tricks. He's got all the material that's that true. somebody needs. Yeah. Get ready now because you don't want to be doing it when it's, no, it's in the mid – yeah, I was just so saying that way, that way they build up some heat. Yeah, so. this. Oh, okay. This kind of weather is even discouraging. Yeah. If you, so we've already started grouping things together that we know that we're going to cover. We've already found the proper 
size cloth there you go. to cover, and we leave it right next to it. That way, when we get ready to do it, we don't we're not scrambling. Yeah, because whatever com what usually comes with a norther is wind. Oh yeah, yep, got to figure out how you're gonna get it to the ground. I and think you, we were. But when said they were doing the weather. Yeah, yes. said gusts up to 35 miles yeah, per hour. Yeah, yeah. Now, that's no fun at all. Not only is it cold, but you have to fight that cloth. Right, so, if we, so we'll cover the tables before the wind gets here. There you go. Because it's awfully hard to do that while it's windy. <laughs> oh, all right, yeah. so for the home gardener, I know you sell something. We can throw it there, or you can give other advice. I'm going to cover my, uh, my cyclamen, let's say. Okay. Even though Calvin doesn't, I don't know. Should I cover my cyclamen? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay, I'm going to cover these, <laughs> well, but it's going to get windy. Yeah. Okay, okay so how am I, how am I holding you this? You could use two towels for your two cyclamen. That you <laughs> just get like, yeah, on this right. Just so a little I, rag and a dishcloth. I've seen all kinds of things. All right. So sometimes you just got to improvise. Now, we put, we put hoops on all of our tables right. so that we keep the cloth. The key is dead airspace, so keeping the cloth off the plant so you don't break them. That's okay. Creating more dead airspace. So I've seen people take boxes. And yeah, I've out seen there. the boxes I've too. I've seen people take their patio furniture, stick them in the middle of the bed, raise mm. up the stuff. Yeah, that's and then a good you, idea. Then you put the cover stuff, and then you got to anchor it where the wind is not going to take. It was it the off. anchoring that I was curious about. So in our case, a lot of them will use the sign holders because they're cement. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll use nandinas as oh. things to cut to hold the cloth down. And <laughs> uh, if it can take cold, there's no reason it can't be. Yeah. No, so, so Nandy so in, in a container. Yes, so we improvise. Okay. You know, whatever's laying around the works is what we use. The cyclamen are not real sensitive in terms of the. I've all, the plant would be the plant would be fine. Yeah, the I've bloom. had great luck with just putting the rose. Let it explode. Huh? Insulate on it. Yeah. yeah. Now but, some but others. A 30, yeah. 35 mile an hour wind. Uh, we're covering them just to protect the blooms. Yeah. In some cases, before these pipes, we would do more damage trying to cover them oh then we would if we'd have just left them uncovered yeah the uh, the thing about uh at least my cyclamen uh, they're in they're kind of close to the house and they're in sheltered areas mm -hmm. so they're much easier to to cover mm -hmm. than a lot of the other plants those uh upright citrus are tougher <laughs> and especially with the wind yeah. the wind finds a place oh, to get through my. there and, and oh, open and, it up and so it say say you had a three-year-old satsuma orange okay would you bother covering it is it in the ground yes okay would would i not not i tonight. probably wouldn't i probably wouldn't either so i gotta convince now, my, my wife of that li lime, <laughs> if it was a lime or a lemon i would if it was a lime or a lemon i wouldn't have put it in the ground Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I wouldn't put it in the ground. Wait a minute. Your wife thinks you need to cover it? I, I'm prepared for her to say to cover it. Oh, okay. And I'm gonna, I, I'm, I needed backup to you know, prove that you, I didn't. You know, I always take the ladies. So. Well, I won't have her Side. ask you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm saying you better cover that set soon. No, <laughs> I'm not, not going to do it. The only, the only thing I could do, I could have already done, I have a uh, pop-up greenhouse. Oh, yeah. That I could have erected over it, but then there wouldn't have been enough room for the plumerias. <laughs> and uh, I know it's going to be fine. Yeah. Oh, we were asking, um, what does the nursery do now for little greenhouses like you're talking about? Do, do we sell greenhouses? No. No. That's what we thought. We had a bad experience. And oh. They just, one year they just didn't sell. So okay. 
Okay. That's, okay. that's, that's what we thought. I don't know how many years I've had mine. I got mine you got, here. got yours here? here? Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was a good one. All right, so let's see. We, we're not getting calls about it, but what should I bring in? If it's in a pot, if the answer pot, is yes. Anything in a pot? If it's in a pot, you might as well just bring it in. Okay. Well, that's easy. Oh, a whiskey barrel gets tough. Well. Yeah, because... Uh, if you didn't put those roll, heavy-duty rollers on Attach it to your lawnmower. Yep. Now, if you're today and you think about the rollers, you you say you think, I wish I had done it before. Yeah. Because it's, it's tough, tough to get it done in that quick time. Well, if you can roll it in, uh, you can get those rollers on a platform and then put that heavy whiskey barrel or whatever it is on Tip, tip it over a little bit and put the roller under there and roll it in. I've used refrigerator dollies before. There you go. Oh, I used okay. a skateboard once. Uh, <laughs> man, <laughs> you're inventive. It was a necessity as the yeah, mother. It is. It was the mother of invention. <laughs> yeah, go, go out there and get your kid's skateboard that you paid for, and uh, he he won't miss it. Well, mine's 29, 30. Actually, she's 30. I think she won't care. Oh, no, she okay. probably won't care. <laughs> All right. Can so well, that makes it easy then. If it's in a pot, bring it in. That's okay. the right answer. All right. Every time. Is, and we do put, put it down trash bags on the carpet. <laughs> we bring it in. Sure. Okay. Do you put two skateboards under it or one? Well, it was a balancing act, so it was just one. Oh, okay. And we bounced it all the way in. Oh. I was thinking you could put one in the middle and then you ride the back, you know. Oh, there wasn't room for uh, <laughs> for you to ride. No. Well, well, well you, that, you, you think that's funny. You got that smile on your face, but yeah, have you ever been in my neighborhood when the the people go by with the the dogs that pull them on? Uh, oh no, is that right? Oh yeah, there's a there's They're a bigger than Westies, though, aren't they? Yeah, the well, I'm, I'm sure over the years, Jerry, you've done some very inventive things <laughs> to move stuff around. Pit bulls and. Uh, the, uh, those collies, yeah, border collies. Border collies. And they're yeah. using them as sled dogs, well, uh, <laughs> as pulling, uh, pulling the uh, their owner on a skateboard. Skateboard oh, on a skateboard. Okay, I did that once with a Pekingese. It actually worked. Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. Center. He was low center of gravity. Oh, they love it. Uh, <laughs> horrible when we go downhill though, because he couldn't keep up. Uh, hey, you should do that with your Westies. I'd pass him. Yeah. Get a little desk chair that has wheels on it, and you just kind of... Well, there's, there's a problem there. The Westies could do it, but <laughs> oh, you not don't. me. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the the grandson got one of those scooters, you know, that, that's a deal. And uh, let's see, I think... It, I don't think it had a motor on it, but uh, it was kind of self-propelled. Okay. And so I, I, I was still at that age where I said, well, I ought to be able to do this. No, those are famous last words. Yeah. <laughs> and I what did. were Jerry's I, last words? I, I'm still confused. Self-propelled. Is he talking Flintstone style? Uh, yeah. Or, yeah. Or is it really a motor? Well, you knew he was in trouble when he couldn't determine whether it was self-propelled or not propelled. And I did good until we got to a real steep hill. Uh-oh. And that sucker got to going so fast, I was 
Oh. It didn't show you where the brakes were at? No, no. Well, well the brakes wouldn't work as fast as I was going. That's an so issue, you issue on a on a hay ride too when you're yeah. when you got a full of a wagon full of people yeah. in a, and you got a relatively small tractor and you're on the <laughs> like this, you know, and then you're <laughs> trying to keep it from rolling and moving to side to side. Strip gears. So, are you curious about how he stopped the scooter? I, I've been waiting. Uh, how, how did you stop going downhill? Did you see the scar up that there? Was the <laughs> that was the plastic surgery that yeah, we that, couldn't tell you had. Did you uh, did you bail? Did you topple? Yeah, I bailed at uh, <laughs> at halfway down. Okay. It kept getting faster and faster and faster. And I, I said, I better get off this thing because. Uh, going to be worse if it gets faster. So I just so envisioned I Jerry rolling down the rest of uh, the hill yeah. without was, the scooter. That was close. And just <laughs> passing the scooter as he rolls by. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM, The Answer. Of a white Christmas Just like the ones I used to know Where the treetops glisten Children listen To hear sleigh bells in the snow Welcome back to No Burgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer? All right, Who's two that? one. That's Eric that? Clapton. Huh? Eric Clapton. Is that is that the is that the theme you wanted out of the pick is Christmas songs <laughs> by people that have passed? There you go. All right. Maybe next Christmas. All right. 210-308-8867. Give us a call if you've got a question coming up about the weather or your garden. We've gotten pictures of people who are still getting tomatoes. Is this pretty? Oh new? yeah. Is this it for the tomatoes? Well, I I went. I was uh, giving uh, some uh, gardener in the neighborhood some of the blue bonnets, mm-hmm. and uh, he had picked all his tomatoes, all mm. his green tomatoes, and uh, by the time I, I could, could see that, he had real. By the time I got there, he had realized how many green tomatoes. No. Yeah. You know, green tomatoes are really desirable if you got 10 or 12 of them, but it's hard, <laughs> it's hard to eat them every day for three yeah. months. And, and and it's hard to, uh, you can't imagine how many is on that plant. That's right. When you're trying to harvest uh, them. And uh, I, almost, I almost them. thought it was a, a debate where to figure out where... I was going to be able to give him this <laughs> six pack and not have to get tomatoes. Green you know, tomatoes. I'd maybe go sneak out the front door. Or <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was there. There, they, there were a lot of tomatoes. Yeah, there. they have a lot. Uh, I guess they're hidden for some reason. But uh, when you when I I take them out the tomatoes out of the cage, uh, I would shake the plant after I got them out of the cage. And that ground was covered with green tomatoes. Surprise uh, me. Which would, would, probably, would never harvest, never ripen, of course, size or ripen. Now, we, the t- my tomatoes that I planted in the, the containers, 
uh, had some nice fruit early, but yeah. then there wasn't a lot. But I was so amazed. I was kind of amazed by that gardener Joe Dominguez said how many tomatoes. He was still they, <laughs> they were behind. They were behind, but they. I guess the weather. Yeah. Changed weather, when it changed. Really, respond. The tomatoes really responded. Yeah, it stayed hot or later this year, didn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, they didn't set like that. You you always want a a cool snap in uh, July, August, September to set the fruit, set the tomatoes, and also plant some uh, some crops from seed. Uh, that that uh, we use that recommendation, or, or to plant uh, onion seed in uh, in September, August and September uh, from seed, which uh, planting them that early usually they go to seed. I mean, uh, make small bulbs, but we found that some varieties were not true. Uh, short day varieties. Uh, Grano Grano 502 was an example, and 1015Y, and so they would uh, not. They would continue to try to make a big bulb, which was perfect to sell at Christmas. Huh. And the guys at A and M said, "That that's impossible. You can't do that." Pike and all of them. And so I would send them several bushels of those big onions, green tops, in uh, in December and November. And uh, they were great in uh, in uh, uh, baskets that uh, the verses used to make, very colorful Christmas ba- uh, baskets. Centered on onions. Yeah, yeah. That onion was uh, that green onion in in the fall was the only item we ever had that would outsell a tomato. Because, huh. I mean, people, they wanted green, <laughs> green mild onions for Christmas, for Thanksgiving Christmas. And, uh, of course, once the temperature's cooled, that was perfect for those onions. But anyway... Uh, we talked about the mistletoe. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I want to mention, uh, and uh, Neil always mentions this weekly. It says cool season annuals fertilize them with a water soluble high nitrogen plant food each time that you water them. Wow! And I, I just can't imagine Neil has <laughs> adopted that. Uh, policy. <laughs> well, you know these these plants that are so pretty out here on the tables are are fertilized every time they're watered, and so why we should do the same in in our flower beds. So get you some uh, Miracle Grow uh, fertilizer. A lot of people make it up in large containers. Well, it works in one of the, in those pl- plastic garbage. Yeah, cans. right. That, that's a easy way to. And just dip do down it. in yeah. there and get you some. And well, uh, and of uh, course, they you, had some uh, mechanisms, didn't? Uh, Trace here at Millburgers have some mechanisms that you could um, mix it. Mix mix it. Some kind. Of, we'll have to check with them uh, next yeah. next week, maybe. And and uh, 
the uh, uh, you know you're not going to be watering them a lot in the winter when it's cool, but uh, every time you do, uh, you need to add some of this uh, water soluble high nitrogen plant food, which Miracle Grow is probably one of the best to use. Uh, we used to say Rapid Grow, and then Trace has told us they don't make that anymore. Uh, okay, so you're you're stuck with uh, Miracle Grow or either uh, Has to Grow, or Wish It Would Grow, or maybe it could grow. Hey, we have a we have a guest on the line. Okay, Evelyn is on hold. She's waiting to talk with us at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey, Evelyn, how are you? I'm good, but I'm cold. I want some warm weather. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. You got a few more days. We to... just had the cold, uh, warm weather. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, we don't want 95 degrees. Yeah, I wish we still had 95 degrees. Oh. <laughs> Especially what's coming for next weekend. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be tough. Well, what you doing for Christmas, Evelyn? Uh, we're going to Austin to my grandson. He's hosting a dinner, Christmas dinner this year. Oh, that'll be nice. Yes, yeah. he just bought a house. Him and his fiancée just bought a house, and they want to uh, host a Christmas uh, dinner. <laughs> well, well, can't married. turn that down. Yeah, it'll be warm in the car. Yes, and I want to tell everybody there a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Are you- Thank you. Same to you, Evelyn. Yeah. Thank you, Evelyn. That's sweet. Are you going to be on the air t- uh, next weekend? Mm-hmm. We've recorded a couple shows. Okay. Um, Dr. Parsons, uh, tell Jeremy Merry Christmas also. Okay. Well, thank you. Okay. I think we a did a whole show on uh, Evelyn's horse syrup, didn't we? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is your horse herb up yet, Evelyn? Evelyn. Oh, uh, I think so. It looks like something is coming up. I'm not sure what it is. Cause, uh, <laughs> it's a surprise. Huh? Yes. <laughs> well, thank you, Evelyn. Yeah. You have a great holiday. Keep warm. Okay, thank you. And hope we'll talk to, to you the talk New Year. To you, uh, next year. Okay. <laughs> bye bye, Evelyn. Merry, bye. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Donna is on the line at 210 308 8867. Hey there, Donna. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Thank you. What's going on? Um, so, I am having a, uh, a fire ant uh, problem uh, for the last six months. And fire ant killer doesn't um, do the job. And uh, <laughs> I picked up I picked up some beneficial nematodes um, at a local uh, gardening center, um, and I want to uh, I want to get them um, spread out. But I was concerned about the the cold weather. I didn't know whether the cold weather would would cause a problem with the nematodes. Um, because those have been the only thing that I know organically that you can use to, you know, uh, uh, fight fire ants and ticks and hmm. some other well, noceums. Really? Well, you, you know, uh, one of the most effective uh, pest uh, insecticides is uh, uh, is uh, organic. What's that? The pyrethrins or the spinosad? Well, pyrethrins is, is one of them they use, but uh, 
The one we use in the vegetable garden. Bacillus? Spin- no, sa- spinosad? Spinosad. Oh, okay. Yeah, they've, they've Have got... Have you ever tried spinosad? It's almost, almost as effective as acephate, and it's an organic. And yeah. you, it's uh, so, so, so tame bait. it's labeled for the vegetable garden. Oh, they've got a bait for the fire I think they've that? got a bait with that. Okay. That you, okay, that so you could use in a- the house, too. Does it yeah. does it come in a does it come in a in a jug that you um, uh, dilute? No, I think it comes in a, a granular form. Oh, granular like, form. Okay. Like salt or pepper. Okay. All right. So you just sprinkle it on. Um, in, uh, the, in the air. On, I, yes, ma'am. I think you've okay. got choices. Oh, okay. And, and. Go ahead. So. So um, uh, uh, so I did buy the beneficial nematodes uh, with the intention of getting them spread out, but is there, a, um, uh, uh, is there any danger of spreading them out um, uh, right now uh, with, a, with a cold front or a possible freeze coming up, or um, should I wait? I think they'll be fine in the refrigerator for a while. Yeah. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah that, that probably won't hurt them. But uh, you definitely don't want to put those little innocent uh, nematodes out when it's going to be freezing because it'll, it'll freeze their little bodies. Oh, okay, okay. So when it's would sad. be the it's first sad. good time to spread them out? Because it said um, early spring, um, yeah. early fall, and I-, I thought we were still in early fall because <laughs> uh, we don't start to freeze until... February usually. So, guys, when when should she can when's when's it warm enough to do it? Well, I'd wait until the weather, until the early weather. spring uh, when they got moisture. All right, she may have them in the fridge a while. Yeah. Okay. God, I hate to do this. We got to run. We only have six seconds, so we're gonna wish everybody a merry Christmas. We'll see you next week on. Good luck. I'm- Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.